When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail good morning everybody hello there welcome to wednesday geez louise it's wednesday already is that right oh yeah yeah. is it wednesday sure is is it tuesday or is it wednesday it's wednesday wednesday you know why i'm confused because my neighbors put out the recycling bin this morning, and it was full. And I thought I'd pulled mine back yesterday. I'm like, I thought we did that yesterday. Then I drove by, you know, you're in that haze when yeah. you leave the house. I'm looking, I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> did I? They pranked I, you. I thought I put it back yesterday. Well, it's still full of cardboard. By the way, still, you know I've, I've uncovered that. That is the biggest scam <laughs> in the entire state. It's a jobs program. Keep it together, because I know a couple of guys who listen to us that drive the recycling trucks are like, Holmberg, shut your mouth. <laughs> Says, we need these trucks, we need these jobs. But yeah, uh, the, good luck trying to go, go read the rules someday of what you recycle and how it works. Uh, you may think you're saving the planet. You're not doing a thing. You're, when you guys were telling me that stuff, I couldn't believe you can't do pizza boxes. No pizza boxes if they've been used. Yeah. What's envelopes. the point of recycling a brand new pizza box? Right. Envelopes with the windows in them yeah. and stuff yeah. like I couldn't believe Windowed it. Windowed envelopes. Caps on top of water bottles. Sometimes the the uh, cellophane that goes around the water bottle can't be part of it. Uh, you have to wash out your soda cans. Yeah, that's happening. Come on, nobody's doing any of this. It's not enough. It's just that's why I put metal and poop in mine. No, Let alone it, when you're doing your cans of uh, gravy, spaghetti sauce. You gotta <laughs> I don't do that. Out. Yeah, I don't do that. You got to clean out anything that's in it. It's like when the, it's like the beginning of dishwashers. It's a Margaritaville. Put the ice in. And it makes, uh, like, shredded ice, and then pour in your favorite margarita, and you've made a Margaritaville. You've $300 to make a thing that just blends your ice. It's a bad blender. Anyway, so, but yeah, I was confused what day it is. Hi, my name's John. There's Brady, Brett Vesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is uh, uh, the morning sickness. We're ready to go for another day. Uh, almost 20,000 people involved in uh, each of our little things yesterday. One, wow. one, one winner. So the new, uh, we're Scams in, a full scam. You. There was a call Fix. yesterday, the, uh, the apps things, full this scam. It's got to stop. I mean, it's, it was ridiculous. They, they, they boosted our power. They gave more people an opportunity to get in. You guys took full advantage. I and mean, we're talking, you know, 20,000 people. When we say a word, you guys, boom, and we're hitting it hard. And uh, one winner. Whereas we've had four winners in the past with like 5,000 a pop. 
and that's still five times bigger than any other station in the in the nation doing this nationwide contest. Also, a big email that went out yesterday that said, "Please don't forget to call it a nationwide contest." Every time I'm like, "Oh, I have." <laughs> they 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 wanted it in a different way, but yeah. So Fitz and Larry and me and raised eyebrows towards this whole thing. So uh, I'm about to call on my. Loyal, uh, the, the group, Brady, the the, the ghouls, the wee-a-wee. ghouls, the ghouls, the wee wee, to not play, at least in the morning. We're going that the way this morning? No, not this morning. Okay. We'll wait. But but just prepare yourselves for the day I say, let's not play today. I'll still give the word because I have to, legally, and then I'm begging you to go to zero. Show them a zero. If we could all just refrain from it one time. You can play with Larry and Fitz. And just show them a zero. Why did no one play in the morning? Phenomenal. <laughs> The big O. Just smoke them. Yeah, so uh, that was a big discussion yesterday. A lot of phone calls going back and forth. Like, how do we get one? Interesting. We only get one. We have, like, a huge amount of Doubled the amount. Yeah, well, at least. Yeah, it was crazy. So, man, rigged. And also, you got the uh, KDKB pulling one. Not again yesterday, but them having any winners is just baffling. So, I got my eyes on this contest. This thing... (laughs) Maybe we will have to contact legal, and we'll sue our own company over this thing. <laughs> I don't think it was fair to the ghouls. Uh, I've got every day for the last probably three days in the mail five or six letters from Century One telling me that some one of your jackass kids is trying to register for a Century One Xbox credit card gameplay card under my name and address, and they deny it over and over. This is the most frustrating phone call I've ever had to make. Because I'm calling them, I'm like, look, I don't know what's going on, but this isn't me. And they're like, we know. And I'm like, so I don't know. Like, how do we stop this? Oh, we've got it, sir. I'm like, okay, then how do I stop you from telling me via mail every day, six, seven times in a row, that John Molenberg is not an identifiable human being because they spelled my name wrong. (laughs) And they're trying to get this person's identity cannot be secured. It's impossible. It makes you just – now, all I do now is check my accounts constantly. Feel like I've been hacked, but this is the worst hacker of all time. All this kid wants to do is play Xbox. I have half a mind to let him have my credit card. Just go play the goddamn game for a minute and leave me alone. It's almost worth not calling these. There's nothing you can do. To call. I know. There's- well, there is that, and, I, and you always forget what it is. It's like you contact someone to say they're not taking me off the list. What list? There, there's a a place where you can call, or a- they're not trying to sell me anything, Brady. Some kid's trying to apply for a, a card. Oh, the kid, in my okay. Name. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, yeah it's, he's, gotcha. he's fraudulently trying to play Xbox on a credit line that he's used. My, he's got my name and address. But Molenberg. John Molenberg, which for some reason, if you look me up, is one of my aliases. I must have misspelled my own name at one point on something. And so John Molenberg says alias. Because every time I've uh, had to do house signings, do you use an alias? I'm like, no. It says here you're John Molenberg. John E. Holmberg. I'm like, that's just those are just typos. I just I missed the D. I hit the E. So where do you get that? I don't know. You have a an email address? I'm like, yeah. In like 1999, I had an Earthlink account that I accidentally started with Molenberg, and then I just started a new one with Holmberg. Well, it's still active. I'm like, Earthlink's not even active. <laughs> Cancel it. So yeah, I got this it's, just letter after flown. letter after letter. The, the calls are increasing. I wasted uh, four minutes of my time that I thought, oh, this would be fun. The guy called me from the wonderful, beautiful number one World Trade Center. Oh, wow. Center. He's calling. Yeah. I guess that's where his office is. Yeah. And I get money for people like yourselves. I don't have any money. Well, Mr. Brady, 
I'm calling from the one, number one World Trade Center. And he said that five times. Like, And I said, well, stop. what's your first name? Because he kept calling me Mr. Brady. Right. It's Bradley. Well, Mr. Bradley, <laughs> right. I just want to let you know. One, the this number one World Trade Center just sounds fabulous. Yeah. Again, I... I'm not your candidate. What's he want? He just wants Mr. to give Brady, you money? Mr. Brady, let me just tell you. Don't wait, 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 just give me a chance. Yeah. He wants you to give him money? No, he gives people money. Huh. I help people out. This is what I do, hmm. Mr. Brady. And Really? I go, I, I guarantee you. Um, you know, then he goes, hey, we can refinance your house. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, they call about refis all the time. Yeah, I don't know how to get. Well, you can get off of that list. That's a solicitor. I want to get off the list of the Century One people saying, we got your back. Like, okay, I get it. I called him. I'm like, none of this matters to me. Like, you guys have got it covered, evidently. We sure do. So stop sending me letters saying it's denied. I'm not making the application. Okay. Six more yesterday. Six. <laughs> All the kids nonstop. This guy's trying to play him some Xbox, and he's trying wow. to do it on my dime. I don't know where he lives. Probably India or something. But I don't even, like, there's nothing you can do, like, when somebody's trying to do this. So I just feel like I got to just keep tolerating. I feel sorry for my female man because... She's got to load up my mailbox every day with more Century One things than you'd ever imagine. Big-ass envelopes full of it. And, you know, of course, it just is turmoil now. We're going to check all of our accounts. Man. I know, I know. Everything's fine. Nobody's in on this. I checked the Amex. Everything's fine. I know. Nothing's happening. John Mulberg isn't a thing. It's not a guy. But I just have to deal with this constantly, and I don't know who to call. It's like when the IRS audited me over businesses I don't have. Yeah. It says, here, you own a painting company? No. You pay three employees? I just said, no, I don't have one. Well, you're going to have to prove that. <laughs> How? How? You write us a letter that say you don't own this particular company. Bloomberg Paints. I don't know what it was. It was a painting company and a, an event planning thing, and I got audited. And the IRS went through with a fine-tooth comb all my stuff to find out I don't own this. And all I had to do was write a letter. I also wrote them a letter that said I didn't own the New Orleans Saints, just in case. I mean, I don't like. how do you prove you don't own something until someone says, prove you don't own this? Like, are you saying I do? Yes. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, you owe all the money. I don't have... You didn't pull in like... I've owned the Saints for years. I've just been taking <laughs> right. cash. I know. How do you prove you don't own something? <laughs> should have sent them to John Molenberg. Maybe, yeah, that, maybe, maybe Mr. Deal. Molenberg's got that. Maybe it's the same kid. <laughs> this jackass. And then at the end of the audit, all it took was me writing a letter saying, I, John D. Holmberg, do not own blah, 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 painting company, LLC... Housed in Wyoming. I also don't own the planning party uh, company, LLC. Just, just in case uh, That's all you it took. did, right. they can hold this over you. He, it's fraud. But Right. No, he's purged him. He's yeah. perjured himself. He said, you said you didn't own these. I don't. <laughs> We're going to get you. He says you collected $127,000 from the painting company. I'm like, well, I'd like to see that. I did not do that. We need your bank statements. Like, okay. Do you think if I'm good enough at not owning a company, I can... Keep you from seeing the. I'm just going to deposit that in my checking account. Can we get your Century One receipts too? <laughs> right. You look like you play a lot of Xbox, sir. Man, your age playing Xbox that long. I'm not doing any of this. It's like this fake me is floating around, and he is he is bouncing stuff, man. Crushing he is it. a terrible financier. He needs some. He needs a fiduciary. Is what this guy needs. He's got too many. But it makes you nervous because he's clearly looked me up because it's got my that alias thing on there. So I don't know what the hell it is. Either way, it's been a fun fun couple of phone calls going, yeah, that's not me. Can you prove that's not you? Tell me the steps. Somebody tell me the steps in proving things that aren't real. It's like yeah. the God thing. It's a gap of the gods. Prove it. 
Well, I can't. That's, you got to have faith. That's what I, I'm going to start using the religious argument. <laughs> I just got to have faith that that's not me, sir. <laughs> Are you a religious man? I am. You believe in God and you have faith that that's real? I do. Then you're going to have to take my word for it here. Have faith <laughs> that, that John Molenberg is not me. It's nonstop. It's craziness. But uh, you just thought made me think of another idea: a faith-based credit card. <laughs> faith. We're a faith-based credit card company. Yeah, we'll take it. We we believe in you, <laughs> Visa. We're omnipotent. We're everywhere you want to be. Hey, you don't have to pay it. We'll get back to you. We we believe you'll someday pay this. Yeah, it's impossible to prove that. I can prove I exist. I think they're four a.m. You know all that stuff. <laughs> I got philosophers on my side and everything else. Prove you don't exist. Huh? I can't. Have we ever met? That's the only thing I can say. Not really. But I'm on the phone with you. But I could be anybody. Now we're getting kind of deep. We're getting a little Descartes here. We're going, uh... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, way too deep into this. Yeah, it's crazy. So I just call Century One again today when the letters come a rolling in. But I do. I just feel like I just feel like loading that kid's a card with like a hundred dollars and letting him play a little Xbox on my dime on a card I don't own. I just say, hey, go nuts, kid. Have fun for just you know get the wheel of fortune. Have some fun with that. Do a little gameplay and then go bother somebody else for a little while. Here's a C note to get off my ass. <laughs> I can handle that. Uh, and that's the thing. Maybe it's the same. Uh, maybe it's the Nirvana kid. That's possible. Needs the cash. This is Spencer the, Eldon. Yeah, this is the weirdest uh, story in a while. Now, because you remember Spencer Eldon uh, was about five, four or five years ago, maybe, was celebrating the fact that he was the kid on the 25th album. It was the 25th anniversary. anniversary. Yep. That's when it was. When was that? 20, 2016. That was, uh, 2016. Yeah. It was 91. So he's swimming around in a pool. And he's like, look, I was the baby in Nirvana. And everybody's celebrating. I remember watching him do interviews. Wasn't naked this time. No, he had his shorts on because he's a little embarrassed of his micro dick. He evidently (laughs) didn't grow from the cover. So uh, he's now suing Kurt Cobain's estate, Dave Grohl, and Chris Novoselic. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, Pat Smear wasn't there yet. He wasn't there yet, so he's he's not getting sued. (laughs) But he's probably got a couple of bucks. Uh, Suing all three members of Nirvana for 150 grand apiece. Because he said no one ever asked him permission at four months old to be on the cover, and his guardians... They took complete advantage of this baby. Yeah, and his guardians, who happened to float that picture in Nirvana's way, didn't know it was going to happen. But 25 years passed, and he was smiling underwater, going, it's me! I, I'm the baby! And, and now prove you were the baby! You ready for this little nugget on the 25th anniversary? He said he did it, but he admitted he wasn't happy to be associated with it. Right. He threw that out. And maybe he wasn't. I don't think I'd want my baby dick on uh, a, a classic album cover. Then don't take Even the today. picture on the 25th anniversary. Well, right. But they must have paid him. Yeah, he, I think he's short on cash. I don't want my baby dick out now. Like, if my baby dick got out today, and not baby dick, like the, the dick I carry around is nicknamed baby dick by everybody who's ever seen it. So if you see my yeah, baby Yeah, but if dick, that was you on that album cover oh, I'd be celebrating baby. the crap out of that. How yeah. cool is that? I'd walk around handing out copies to everybody I met. Here you go, this is me, this is me. That's like having your face show up on uh, 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 Sergeant Peppers, on that amazing collage of all the yeah. people, and then you're in it. You're like, who's this guy? Oh, it's me. 
I don't know where they got the picture, but I'm in the I'm on Sgt. Pepper's album cover. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of painted originally or like one of those. Oh, that's a real baby's dick. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's claiming also that it's child pornography. That's another that's thing. That's the he's main. Yeah, he's, he's really upset that it's child porn. He took advantage of him. If you look at that and you get turned on, you're the child pornographer. It's you. It's on my uh, ceiling of the bedroom. Well, but, sure. I mean, it's, it looks <laughs> yeah, great. it's underwater. It's like yeah. a little fish baby. Yeah. You like that. Yeah, I don't understand uh, how any lawyer says, yeah, we can get him. How do you prove that's you? There's no paperwork. There's nobody signed anything. They just have the picture, right? That, so, that I don't know, but I, you would think a big record company would have crossed their I's and dotted their T's. But it was but, Geffen and Sub Pop. Well, Geffen still wasn't. I know Geffen's massive, yeah. but I'm saying they got a picture of a, a naked baby. That's like. He's not, um, you know, the thing about the lawsuit. could be anybody. There's no yeah. mention of that that you, one, never got any um, financial. Right. Well, there would um, be credit the for the There would be paperwork The lawsuit there. says he suffered permanent physical psychological and financial then shut up no one would have known it's you maybe there's a no one would hire him because he wouldn't shut up brady i could could look at a hundred baby pictures of you we're not gonna hire you yeah literally you line up a hundred pictures of brady as a baby yeah and say which one's brady and i'd be like "Mm, i don't know and they're all you you would know Uh, would you you look the same probably (laughs) bald goatee you you could Pizza, baby pizza stands. Is that true? What's wrong with you? Nothing. You ju- you could tell. I think <laughs> really? so. You've done no yeah, changing. I... <laughs> you oh, got like a baby. You're talking about some... that. Yeah, no, you couldn't. Yeah, I could, if I put yeah. you in amongst a bunch of babies, for sure, I, no one would know. Yeah. So if you're on the cover of an album that's caused you great stress because you think it's you, just shut up. I was, yeah. just caused me an unbelievable amount of stress. Why? No one knew that was you until you said it was you. That's your own fault. If there's a picture of my dick. On the internet, everybody says, look at this baby dick on a human, like Dave Ellison, if he didn't put his face in it. That's the whole reason when you take dick pics, you don't ever include your face or tattoos. Yeah. So you, it's, it's plausible deniability. And then people are like, aha, it's the most viral tiny dick of all time. I wouldn't know that's you, although pretty reasonable. Uh, I could find out. I could find but it. But that's still not baby. It's right? that's, older, that's, yeah. That's but, yeah, two, that's like, what are you, like seven there? Two, You're the yeah. same height. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I look at that and I think... Why do you have baby pictures of yourself, by the way? <laughs> My sister sent it to me a long time ago. And you hung on to it? You should yeah. make that your screensaver. Like, Look at that. <laughs> She's the creepiest mother ever on the planet with a. Was that your baby? No, it's me. Ew. Weirdo. I just remember when you said that. I'm like. <laughs> You have a baby pick yourself. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to talk to Brett for the rest of the show. <laughs> Probably not look at you much at all ever again. But yeah, I mean, if I that's why you do the whole don't identify it because every dick looks pretty much the same, especially when you're four months old. Right. But. Like right now, if my baby dick was on the internet and somebody said, all right, we're going to do a dick lineup, then you got something. With babies, yeah. 30 years later, you're not doing anything about that. This dude should shut up. I, I want to be the lawyer against this and just go, are you kidding me? Prove it's you. Give Probably, me the paperwork it, that it, says that's you. This is easy. It definitely must have boiled over to the point that they did a buyout on the picture. We'll give you two grand. There'd be paperwork on that. There'd be papers. There should be. So if his parents don't have it and he doesn't have it, it's not him. Legally, it's not him. Because if you can't produce well, the paperwork, or Geffen has it, correct, or Geffen's got it. Yeah. They have to have it because if they, if either one, like if they but, don't have it, they lost it or whatever. Right. But if Geffen doesn't have any paperwork on well, it, they have a legit case on saying, "Well, no, you know, this is still to prove it." You, if Geffen's like, we found a picture of a baby naked and we used it, 
We know who well, it is. Well, obviously, if I'm a lawyer looking at that and say, and their their argument is prove it's you, yeah, then that's you got a pretty first, good argument. It might be worthwhile to battle out. In, how? Tell me that. With no paperwork, no money exchanged, because that's what has to have happened for this to even have a lawyer on it. And then have everyone now turn around and per- say that we weren't. We All weren't I'm using saying, him as a baby. We weren't using a picture based on him. It doesn't matter. You're looking at going, having everyone deny that. I'm everyone, guessing. this should be the same thing as Deshaun Watson's case. Everyone that kid's age should claim they're the baby on Nirvana's album yeah. cover. Because we all it. should. We all should. Well, I can't. <laughs> I was 21. <laughs> was I? I was 20. 20. I was 19. And my dick was the same size, which is pathetic. <laughs> It could have been me. Actually, I was bald, and my dick was the same. It could have just it, been it's me. It's just they, so much bigger. That's it. I'm suing. They shrunk my. They shrunk a picture of me, and they put me in the pool, and they. That's the exact same me. Yeah, everybody that age right now. If you were born in you know early 1991, say that's you. Yeah, it's me too. I was it. That's it. And then claim it. I figured out because if Geffen's like, we don't have any pay. I don't. I. I very seriously doubt Geffen's even 30 years later. Still has the two thousand dollar receipt for the rights to that photo. Yeah, I don't know. There's but... nobody's got anything. This is a ridiculous thing, and this I, everybody should do it and just wash this kid out. Hundred <laughs> plus, he only wants one hundred and fifty grand a piece. Well, that's just it. This tweaker is looking just just to get paid off. He's not looking for the big settlement. That's why he's not going for much. So he's going for one hundred fifty from each member. So he's trying to get four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it had to be, but it had to be based upon you know some formula. Whether it's royalties, it, it sold so many and. I- Okay, I, His, I don't know. I know? don't know. I would think that I think it's just some lawyer saying, "Ah, they'll settle for this. Let's That's just get exactly, that money." Yeah. And not even well, that. Well, then they're going to starting court. high. Then. Yeah, well, I think they're starting low. I think I think they're well, they're going to end up with like fifty grand total. Yeah, and he'll That's be what I'm fine. Saying. With That's that. what they they figure. Yeah. This is the max we're going to ask. When you do that, that, you find out. Uh, to me, you find out what Nirvana's uh, proceed or uh, 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 net value of that album is. Yeah, and sue for that. If you're a good lawyer, you're like, this thing made over blah, 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 million dollars, and we want this. And then another lawyer comes and goes, come on. He didn't write the songs. Well, all right, half. And next thing you know, you're down to like $50 million. And then you end up, you end up yep. settling for 150000 J. Todd Himes, who painted my picture of the great COVID Barry Wood, yeah. the big black guy in his penis, said, what you need, John, is a painting of the Nirvana album cover with Barry Wood in the place of the baby. Yes. J. Todd? <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> I want a whole wall of those. You can have a Barry Wood room. Yo, the Wood Room. <laughs> Taking you to the woodshed. I just asked him if uh, if I could get that done. He said, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Barry Wood in the pool, huh? Barry Wood in the in Nirvana oh, pool. Man. And then Barry Wood on awesome album covers would be, I might have to replace all idea. of them. That is a great idea. Uh, Never mind sold 30 million copies. So he's trying to get his. Yeah. And also, uh, Todd Todd Morrow says, I'm not sure if you uh, said this, but I read that in the 25th anniversary, this idiot said he told the photographer, we'll do it naked. He's four months old. Oh, no, that was the other one in the 25th anniversary. Yeah. So, But he thought it would be weird, so I wore my swim shorts. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. It's a money grab. But it's ridiculous. And again, go after it. If, if this is how easy it is, every baby photo, you know that one of, uh, was it Jodie Foster was the original Gerber's baby? Uh, she was the one on the on the cover of Gerber's with the. Oh no, that wasn't she Gerber's. Was one it was year? The, no, it was the suntan lotion, where the dog is pulling the copper under, tone. Copper tone, and she's like that, I think, or maybe she was the Gerber baby, one of the two. Yeah, but that didn't get anything for that. But her parents did. Brooke Showed Shields, a bum in the copper. Brooke tape. Shields was one. Uh, they, they, there's there's paperwork to prove this stuff happened. So this kid's an idiot. 
But yeah, go back and try to do that whole thing and prove it's me. You can't do it. You, it can't be done. It's like, it, it, good Lord, if they can't prove you know crimes based off of this, they're never going to prove that that kid. That's it. It's the easiest case in the world. But it's kind of troubling because you're right. It's a dude who just needs cash. And you saw a picture of him on the 25th anniversary, and you're like, all right. He's just some tweaker. You look like a little bit of a bum here. You're 27 years old. I, I, I think I think it's the, the the coolest honor of all time. If you put me on the poster of, you know, uh, Star Wars accidentally, like, that's pretty awesome. That's one they're using forever. Yeah, that's you. On okay, pretty sweet. Yeah, like I said, I'd hand out copies to everybody I met. Here you go. Same. This is me. This that's is me. me. This I was me. the baby. Yep. I was the yep. baby. Yeah. And go to like uh, shows and sign the album, and that's right. how you get your money. He should be at like Comic Con signing Idiot. those album Why covers. Would... Yeah, Nirvana that's... probably sue him. <laughs> but still, it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Courtney. Yeah, I, it's just it, Nirvana. Whenever you hear the word estate, it's probably going after something that you know. I got to get that, but you can't. You, I don't know. There's so many things that are like, how can you even know? Again, babies. Brady, you could look at 30 pictures of Kirby. And 30 pictures of other babies and probably go 20 for 30 on the Kirby shots. Your own babies. Yeah. It's, it, babies are impossible to uh, – you can't tell what's one from the other. That's why we all have to dress them in pink or blue. You don't even know what it is. I look at babies and I'm like, oh, God, please have a color that's identifiable. Don't be one of them gray they babies because I'm going to say it and you're going to get mad at that. You ever have a mom do that to you? Oh, it's adorable. It's a she calls it an it. I'm like, I didn't look at its genitals, lady. It's just a lump of carbon mass. You want me to tell you the truth? Your baby looks like an old man dipped in 30 weight. I don't want to look at it anymore. It's ugly. They're all ugly. Leave and it used to be if it, you know, sometimes would be pink and blue, like in right. colors, but now it's gray. Sometimes it's wearing a it. rainbow. <laughs> I should just say, oh, they look so oh, cute. They're yeah. so adorable. I don't because <laughs> I no longer lie to women about their babies. It's got kind of a lumpy head. This one's a little bit ugly. Hopefully it grows out of it. Hey! All babies are ugly, ma'am. You know that and I know that. There isn't a cute one out there. If there is, they're it rare. It is safe. Was Kirby I still a, use it. Honestly, was Kirby a cute baby? I mean, thinking back, not being her dad, but you look and you're like, Because my parents admit I was yeah, not. You know, I was a conehead. She, um, she was born with a lot of hair. So I remember that. She had a that. natural mohawk. She looked a little weird. kind of cute. Well, the mohawk was cute to parents, yeah. but if yeah. you paraded that thing around, it looks... I mean, sort if I would have put makeup on her and stuff, <laughs> right, maybe. maybe a little John Bonet action on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for the most part, you look at it and go, Ugh, not done yet. They're not cute. They're tiny. Women see it differently. Of course they do. Their own. <laughs> women, women say your baby's cute and then tell the husband in the car, that kid's nose. That's going to be a mess. I hope it grows out of that. Holy Michelin, man. You should see pictures of me. I was fat. They put me on a diet the day I was born. I was a cone head because evidently mom was tight. Squeezed the whole top of me. And it was before the uh, skull shaping helmets. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I got away with this clean ass. I got a good shaped head. I don't know how. Because you look at pictures of me as a baby. I'm a football. It was a tube head. You could have been a a pharaoh in Egypt. Yeah. Fat. Oh, I could very easily. Because <laughs> they used yeah. to point their head like they'd uh, form their skulls. I was Papa Emeritus. I had the hat on before. <laughs> I was a weird-looking kid. My parents were like, you were not – my mom, oh, you were adorable because my flaws are cute to her. But I was a – all babies are kind of ugly. All puppies right out of the chute are disgusting. You got to give them a few weeks before they're like, oh, look at them. You see them and their eyes are all closed. They look like little sick pigs. 
They're not that cute. About three weeks, two weeks in, then puppies start getting to be that heart melting. But kittens, oh, that's different. <laughs> kittens in your, you ever hold a brand new one? They fit in the oh, palm yeah. of your hand, and they. Yeah, I held a brand new one that got squashed by my mom. Oh, that's a great. You. Right, that's enough. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> Why did you smash the cat? Is that the one she vacuumed? She was running out the front oh, door, right. and I had him out on the front little porch area and she was late for tennis and she goes running down the steps oh late for tennis stepped on the kitten i'm gonna be late for tennis it's a i chucked it's a at casual her. game you up show up when you show up. yeah yep you're a couple minutes behind she was winky's late. gonna be so mad at me i'm gonna be late she was late for drinks winky, <laughs> winky and bunny oh do you realize how sickening your childhood was <laughs> It's Pleasantville. Winky didn't play tennis. It's grosser than Pleasantville. (laughs) Winky and buns at the club. (laughs) Brady, come on. Winky wasn't a member. You guys are a stereotype. Oh, she was black. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) What was was her teammate's name on tennis? Nick. She had a couple of um, Joan Markwood. What was Joan's name? Jaws. No kidding. She talked a lot. Oh. Jaws. That's what the. Did you call him that? Are, no, you, you we didn't call. Yeah, I call him like Mrs. Joe, Mark yeah, oh, she's yeah. great. Did you know your parents' friends very well? Not very no, well. No. I mean, I knew who they were, but Me that was too. about it. Yeah. All I had to do was like say hello, sir. How are you? And then like go back in my room. I never like Brady knows them. Like they know Brady even as yeah. an adult and stuff. It's weird. Winky and Winky, Blinky and <laughs> Tuffy and chiffon and cotton candy they Benny. all come over Benny, Benny and bunny oh i'm gonna throw up i dated benny's daughter what was benny's daughter's name stephanie what'd you call her Not. what was her nickname um clements <laughs> hey what's up Clemets? love muffin yeah was she hot yeah yeah how what happened there to close ninth grade it was too young oh. you know so you didn't really date her you went to like a dance we uh we were steady for about three months. No kidding. Yeah, maybe a little dry humping. Oh yeah, on Benny's couch. Oh, nice. yeah. All right, yeah. get on you, Brady. These stories yeah. are hot. Put on a little uh, right regatta de blanc. By the way, please. I'd like to announce. I just realized that I was the baby in Rosemary's Baby. I would like to. <laughs> I forgot about that. I came out you the need year to get paid. I, was, I need to get paid for that. Rosemary's Baby is a classic. Uh, Mia Farrow, and also Mia Farrow's in it. Woody Allen raped me during the film, so I just want to let you know. And everybody, everybody born that year should also claim it. Yeah, I was Chucky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you could still be Chucky. <laughs> was that eighty seven? You were in your mid twenties. Yeah, absolutely, Brady. <laughs> course but it's uh it doesn't seem to be a case that has any legs on it and i don't understand it you know it's funny because uh what was her name uh katie just hit up and said uh that that he actually has never mind tattooed to his chest yeah, the kid's been celebrating it since i've ever known about him he's the one who told us as he should i absolutely would. Yeah. he's the one who jumped out and said i'm the baby nobody nobody knew who it was so you he said it I mean, it's right there on his chest. Yeah, he's got Nirvana, never mind, tattooed to himself. Okay, good for you. Prove it. You can't DNA taste test the album cover. <laughs> this bothers me. Frivolous lawsuits. Good looking kid. The baby. He could sign up, you know, just call, get permission, 
And yeah. you're right. Go to Comic Con or one of those. Sign yeah, up. Make yeah. that cash. Man, you could make uh, Also, don't you hate that when they black out the baby's pee pee on Nirvana, never mind the actual thing, it's probably bigger than the one they'd use for you. Look at the size <laughs> of that kid, Schwant. <laughs> the, the, the digital blackout is amazing. Like Japanese porn has smaller digitation, digitalization. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he looks like our uh, promo guy, Drew. Oh, my God, he does. But yeah, don't, don't do that. That's a man bun guy. Definitely a man bun guy. <laughs> Looking for a quick 50K to get his weed supply going again. Spencer Eldon, world's biggest douche. Uh, it's 6.15. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Let's make it Nirvana or something. We'll actually probably stick to... Uh, We've had requests for the Stones. I was going to say the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I got, you know, I got a couple of favorite Stone songs that would not be good wake-up songs. But uh, A friend of mine texted me yesterday and had a great point. He goes, if any or all of the Rolling Stones died in 1986, how would the world be different? <laughs> and I'm like, it wouldn't at all. Yeah. There'd be one less because person. Because of Because Mick's had a, a baby since. 60 years he was drumming. I think Ron Wood had a baby also. So there'd be a couple less people. But, I mean, as far as music goes, how would it be different if the Rolling Stones never did another thing after 1986? Musically. They didn't it influence wouldn't. it. It wouldn't. Steel Wheels was a decent album. You could do without it. That came out in like 89. Outside of that. You're, you're saying. They um, had a legacy. the album before that. Voodoo Lounge? Let's see. Voodoo Lounge was 79, I think, right? No. Uh, or was that 94? That was 90. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking of the one with uh, and that had uh, a disco song on it in 79. Oh, uh, Miss Waiting you. on a Friend. Miss You. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Love is Strong was on that one. Nothing. Uh, only two. You got me rocking. I remember that one. It's okay. Yeah, it's not great. People people said it's the Rolling Stones. Let's find the two best ones and push them on you for a second, see if you like it. So his theory was that they started in like 64. About 86, we'll give them till 90. Yeah. When they were, they could still put something out that was relevant. So for 31 years, they've been irrelevant outside of concerts. So we're celebrating 60 years of music where 30 of it was nothing. But isn't that That's amazing yeah. that even that last 30 years, they put together a tour? Oh, they could it's still sing. Monstrous. The only thing that changes... Because their catalog's so huge. It's massive. Yeah. And, and let's, hits, let's be honest ridiculous. about the Rolling Stones. They were pumping it out there. They were, oh, yeah. They were throwing out everything they ever wrote. Oh, I don't know... They're that, at yeah. Dylan Pace. I don't know that they ever said, <laughs> not good enough for the record. Yeah. I think they just wrote 12, put 12 on, and that was it. And sometimes they were brilliant. But... You start. I started to do the math on that. That's not to bash them. They had an amazing run. Yeah. But the last 30 years of them, we could have done nothing. I, the only thing that changes in my life is that the 2005 uh, Super Bowl halftime show isn't the Rolling Stones. Outside of that, that's it. That and my boss, Paul Peterson and Terry Harden, gay dancing to the Rolling Stones <laughs> uh, at uh, ASU was hilarious. So outside, outside of all those You kept it pretty things. simple. Yeah. That's how they could tour so long. You and Keith yes. playing those songs. So, I mean, it's more a case of longevity than it is success. For sure. Because we don't want to hear anything new from them. We haven't since the Reagan administration. Oh, if it's 86, we would have missed the Harlem Shuffle. Harlem oh, that's gem. solid. <laughs> 80, well, 89, Steel, Wheel, Steel Wheels had... Keith Richards has a song on that that's phenomenal. I don't remember the name of it. But it's like he every once in a while would have his own song on the album. That was the best one on the album. But it never was a hit. Uh, and then Steel Wheels had uh, Heart Attack or something like that. 
They were even talking about their hearts not being very good then. I can't see that. Oh. I don't remember the hit off of that. I don't rock in a hard place. That was it. Hearts for sale. Oh yeah, for rock in a hard place. Stuck between a rock. That was a cool. It was cool, but was it come and go? It, it wasn't, wasn't a like a jumping jack flash no. or sympathy for the devil or no, anything. No, it was the best one off of that. But there's a Pant I think black. I think slipping away on that album is the one Keith Richards did, and it's great. It's like Keith Richards by himself, and it's great. But. uh I mean, yeah, you start looking at like what we – it's when Robin Williams – I started to feel bad for Robin Williams before he died because – and he even said it. And Ray Romano made this point. He goes, when you get to a certain level of success, nobody cares about your content anymore. Ray Romano said that yeah. he and Phil Rosenthal, who did Everybody Loves Raymond, they had such a loyal fan base for that show that they would write jokes and look at each other and go, not even a joke. Doesn't make sense. Not funny. I mean, not even to our standards. Like, this is lazy. It's bad. And it doesn't even land. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the audience would just would just go, oh, I can't believe Deborah would do such a thing. Ah, the crowd just goes, but ah. And he's like, that's when we knew we were done because we could say anything. And the people who liked us were going to – the echo chamber was going to tell us we were great. And the real world was going to just start slipping away. Robin Williams would show up on a talk show and just go, oh, look at that. Oh, Mr. Happy, here we go. Just take it and over. And people would go, oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. But he's just making noises. He's not even, like, trying anymore. I think the Rolling Stones got to that point when Reagan was president. I oh, just yeah. remember, you know, right around that time in the 80s when people would go, they'd do a tour. They're like, well, you know, it's more of a heritage thing or a painting. You yeah. know, Mick's flowing up. He's amazing. Keeps it going for three hours for his age. Right. You know, and the sound was never was great. I thought they and were. And then they got better, I think, later because, uh, I mean, obviously some Because they were auto-tuned. Stuff. They yeah. had tracks. They were playing But different. I remember uh, one or two years where we were like, man, the, it is bad. Well, the, the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, was all tape. They played over, uh, clearly on a click oh, track because they had a time. But I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And it was just pure cacophony of noise in the building. On TV, it probably sounded fine. And, and I think Mick was too, yeah. about Mick's, uh, you know, rooster walk. Yeah, and he's great live. Went down the runways. And- but again, other than nostalgia, which is important, but other than nostalgia, and how many times can you do it? Like Guns N' Roses isn't selling downtown because this tour they got going on is four years in the making of the same exact stuff. Right. But we don't want to see it again, which is weird because when they came back, that gap of time, that leave them wanting more thing, like, oh, my God, they're back together. Everybody went nuts. Uh it's not, now we're kind of like, all right. The danger. The funny. danger's gone. But isn't it funny? Yeah. Team. Isn't it funny how they don't have that, but the Stones could sell out ASU again tomorrow? Right. And they've done nothing. And it's like Guns N' Roses just like, okay, gotcha. And not to put them in the same category, but I mean, the world's most dangerous band. Yeah. That's what the Stones were. They were the original. Uh, the Guns N' Roses They're the, is the bad second boys coming. To the Beatles. Absolutely. They were the, they were the scary ones. Yeah. So, congratulations. I mean, not to, you know, Charlie Watts still. It's dead. It just got me thinking. Yeah. And there's other bands that, God, I mean, why can't they die? Why, even the Grateful Dead have people dying and they still go, Brady was playing Grateful Dead stuff this morning. Can we get a few of these older bands to just drop dead so they can't tour anymore? The Eagles? I didn't know this, but the Eagles are dragging Glenn Fry's son out. Oh, you didn't know that? No, yeah. that's Glenn Fry's son. That's not the Eagles. You're fooling yourself, people. Wolfgang Van Halen once again announced yesterday, look, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. I'm not taking up my dad's business. No. That band, I don't even know how you reunite them. I don't know who's in it. But, yeah, just 
Glenn Fry's Jr. It's uh, we all know that Captain Caveman and Son sucked, right? And once they added the son, when Oliver got to the Brady Bunch, we know it stunk. When you add the kid, Danny Cooksey on different strokes wrecked different strokes. The oh, new yeah. kid, the new kid, ruins everything. There's a new kid in town. Well, cousin Oliver and uh, <laughs> well, that's it. Cousin Family Oliver. Ties. Uh, Family Ties had Alex. Growing Pains brought Leonardo DiCaprio in, and then had a baby too. Uh, but you're talking about Full House had new twins when oh, the two right, Olsen yeah. twins got older. Stupid. You're talking about Captain Caveman and Son. Terrible. Any of those sons never worked. Scrappy do. Yeah. And that's essentially what Glenn Fry Jr. is. I don't know if that's his name, but that's what he's going to be known as. And get your own life, Glenn Fry Jr. Actually, the last album that was awful, probably relevant for the Stones, was probably Tattoo You. So, Miss. Uh, 78. 81. That was 81. So, had Waiting for a Friend. And,、uh, and that was and the one that started me up. Everybody was bashing him for that because Waiting on a Friend is the. It's the weird little. Yeah.、Uh, like, yep, and then、it. the one before they did disco songs. Yeah. That was、yeah. on、uh, Miss You. That was the one I was going to start me up with 81. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a great one. Anyway. That's probably the last one that's. Bottom line. I don't know who that tattooed lady is on Tattoo You, but、uh, I think it was Brady. So go get your money. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bands like that. I think Pearl Jam kind of falls into that category a little bit. But they've been around for a long, long time. And. Not a whole lot's come out of them outside of nostalgia for the last 10. Watch it. Old Jer's going to come in. I know you got some Pearl、AK. Jam people out there. I like Pearl Jam, but there's a lot of bands that are just running around touring on. They shouldn't be touring anymore. Well, it was like, what was it? I think even, and not putting them in, even in the same category, but Poison always says, why are we going to put out a new album? Nobody wants to hear it. They just want to hear the hits. That's why we tour. That. It's true, though. And I, I guess if someone was paying me the astronomical amount of money、yeah. to, to do stuff I did in. Yeah, 50 years ago. Okay. But, you know, you're poison. Who wants、yeah. to hear the hits? <laughs> the、no. hit. The, yeah. I don't want to hear Unskinny Bop ever again. <laughs> write some new stuff. I'll, I'll change your mind on that one, Brett. Go write some new stuff. <laughs> get out there and、uh, go Steelers, but write some new things.、Uh, yeah, let's get that wake up song. Probably a Stone song this morning for Charlie Watts. But 81, that's a good time to check out. Oh, yeah. So I'm not.、Uh, It wasn't the tragic passing of one of the Rolling Stones. Those guys lasted 30 years longer than anybody thought. Old Jerry just texted you to shut up. I know. He loves that Pearl Jam. <laughs> But they haven't done anything any good. That last album, they could have deleted that. <laughs> It's actually, and、I'm, I love, I think Pearl Jam's great when they're great. That last album,、uh, pure bad. What was their last great album for you? Like a dog, that one. Last great album they put out? I think the last one that, oh,、uh, wow. Great album.、Uh, 10. <laughs> as far as the whole album. I actually like the one with the avocado on it. I don't know what that's called. That's got a couple of good ones on there. And then another one that looks like it's got、uh, Japanime art on the cover. It has, a, has a,、uh, Given to Fly and a couple other songs on there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a tough question. I don't think they've had a great album since the first three. The Avocado one I liked, and then、uh, there's that other one with the, the nine, like the Guadalupe Squares one, yeah. Backspacer. Backspacer. Outside of that, I haven't. And I still listen to a lot of their stuff, but boy, that gigaton. Weren't a versus or vitology kind of guy? Versus vitology, Pearl Jam. I hated Yield.、Uh, people kind of liked Yield. I didn't like Yield at all. 
Yeah, we could have we could have killed Pearl Jam in 1999, and it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing coming off that after Vitology. Let's be honest. You got to look at it though. I mean, that Ten is such a phenomenal so album great. to follow. Yeah. It's like almost like let's just quit. We can't. Yeah, we're right. Done. How can you get better than when you peak in high school? It's yeah. the, the hot girl in high school. You see her when she's 40 and she's fat and got two kids. And like, man, it all ended for you when you were 17. That's pathetic. <laughs> like nothing good happened to you after Mr. Johnson's class. Once we graduated, it went all downhill. I'm like, you got 70 years of downhill. You realize how long we live, right? You better hope high school wasn't your best moment. You can't come out of the gate strong. I learned that. And boy, did I come out weak. <laughs> I got I to gotta have a strong close because my beginning was suck. Anyway, sorry, Pearl Jam fans. That's true. Oh, uh, Given to Fly. That's one. Given to Fly is a great song. Yeah. There's a couple on there that are pretty good. Uh, give us a wake up song and we'll uh, scream it together. Probably a Stone song. Uh, we'll figure that out. 585 9800. A good one. And then we'll get that word out to you coming up at 7 o'clock. You can win another thousand bucks. Today's not our zero day. Try to crash it again. 20,000 per pop yesterday is pretty damn impressive. You guys win one winner. One of, one of the KUPD winners. I don't buy it. Uh, but let's do it again today. Let's get jammed up in this thing. Crush this machine. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Pathetic. 98. That's it. That's bonkers! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.